0: And welcome to Additive Insight, your source for news, interviews and comment on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence brought to you by the TCT content team. I'm Laura Griffiths, TCT Head of Content, and this week our executive interview series continues with Evren Yasser, Head of Additive Manufacturing at the University of Sheffield's Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre. With a decade of experience in additive, Yasser joined the AMRC in the summer of 2022 to lead the centre's AM activity. Speaking to TCT, YASA discusses the centre's work with 3D printing, the state of the technology's adoption here in the UK, and why AM will be crucial to shaping the future of manufacturing. We also cover the biggest AM misconceptions, success stories, and what's at the top of Yasser's AM wish list. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and for more additive insight, Head over to tctmagazine.com to get your free print subscription to The Mag and get the biggest 3D printing news stories of the week delivered straight to your inbox with our Additive Insight newsletter. Hi everyone, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the TCT Additive Insight podcast today. How are you doing?
1: I'm fine. Thank you very much. And how are you doing?
0: Not too bad. Thank you. Very excited to finally get the chance to talk to you today. I know we've been trying to plan this for some time, but I'm very interested in getting into all the additive manufacturing work you're doing at the AMRC.
1: Thanks a lot for the invitation, actually.
0: So the first thing I really want to ask you about, because I know that you've been working in the field of AM for quite some time now, I really want to know what your light bulb moment was with additive manufacturing. When did you sort of first discover it?
1: sure uh actually my light bulb moment with additive manufacturing dates back to times when the technology was not even called additive manufacturing Mm -hmm. Uh, i started working in the am field in 2005 and that was a time when i decided to to do a phd at the catholic university of leuven in belgium Mm -hmm. and with jean-pierre crut and actually he's a a pioneer in additive manufacturing he was also Mm -hmm. awarded the knight of the laser technology title so I had the opportunity to choose between uh, rapid manufacturing, that's what AM was called at the time, or dimensional metrology. So, when I saw the sparks coming from the melt pool in the laser powder batch fusion, it was really very captivating and that was the moment when I m- made up my mind. So, mm-hmm. I remember watching the process for hours and hours in a hypnotic way. So, the idea of melting powder particles to make a solid object in a layer-by-layer manner Uh, was very stunning and actually it still is so Mm -hmm. that was my light bulb moment with additive manufacturing
0: yeah it still is even today when you go and see any machine working live it's so fascinating just just to watch the lasers working around um, a powder bed so I can imagine it still feels exactly the same today
1: yeah definitely
0: And so you joined the AMRC as head of additive manufacturing just, well, probably just over a year ago now. Can you tell us about your role there and and how you first arrived at the AMRC?
1: Sure. Yeah, it has been almost 15 months now. Uh, I have been working as the head of additive manufacturing at the AMRC and currently I'm leading all AM activities across all groups. So uh, when I first saw the post last year for this role at the AMRC, I thought of it it as my dream job because (laughs) I had experience in industry and also in academia. So having these two uh, different areas of experience, I knew that I wanted to lead the work that closes the gap between fundamental research and serial production. And actually, that's what we do at AMRC. So I enjoy the dynamics coming from industry, but also I like the enthusiasm and excitement to explore what hasn't been explored via research. So Mm -hmm. that's very interesting. And also doing this at the AMRC, which is a globally recognized research center in manufacturing. It's like a cherry on top, I would say. (laughs) I can confidently say that I'm one of the very lucky ones who enjoy their work and what they do. So as well said, when work is a pleasure, life is a joy. And that's uh, that's valid for my case.
0: That's so great to hear. And, and as you said, then, a lot of the work is about really closing that gap between fundamental research and serial production. So I think for our listeners who maybe don't already know about what the Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre is, is all about, can you just give us a bit of a brief of what the AMRC does?
1: Sure. AMRC, or Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre, which is affiliated to the University of Sheffield, uh, was established in 2001 uh, in collaboration with the University of Sheffield and Boeing. And now it's a part of the high-value manufacturing catapult network of research Mm -hmm. centers in the UK. So we work with different companies of all sizes, including SMEs, startups, and large-scale manufacturers, mainly to overcome their manufacturing problems and to improve the productivity, among other things. Mm -hmm. We apply our knowledge and we deliver impact across a wide range of sectors, including like aerospace, automotive, construction, food and drink, healthcare, medical, and space, and others. So our expertise area mainly cover key advanced manufacturing capabilities like machining, casting, composites, digital technologies, as well as training, testing, and validation. Mm. And AM among those is one of our core areas. And we aim to, as the AM group at AMRC, our main mission is to accelerate the adoption of additive manufacturing for real world problems. Mm -hmm. And actually, uh, we aim to increase the competitiveness and the sustainability of the UK manufacturing supply chains. Mm-hmm. We are using additive manufacturing.
0: I really want to talk more about some of the key things you've just yeah. mentioned there. and yeah. But I guess uh, to start with, you just talked about the idea of this network of facilities and all the different industries that the AMRC network really really taps into. Um, but of course, we're interested today in talking about the additive manufacturing capacity. And can you just tell us maybe what the AMRC's AM capacity looks like?
1: Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, with uh, our facilities, actually, we are able to cover uh, seven different subcategories of AM technologies, and these include hybrid manufacturing, powder bed fusion and direct synergy deposition, especially mm-hmm. for metallic structures. Uh, We have the unique capability of additive friction stir deposition, which is also known as the MELT process. Mm. It's a single platform located in the UK and Europe. So this gives us a very unique advantage of leading the research in the field. And it attracts a great amount of interest from industry, especially aerospace for making near net shape forgings. Mm. And we also have two other areas which we have invested heavily and we have a good amount of expertise like wire arc additive manufacturing and laser powder bed fusion. Uh, We work with different materials like titanium alloys, aluminium alloys, steels, as well as nickel super Mm -hmm. alloys uh, for different application areas. I should say we mainly focus on metallic additive manufacturing but we also have more than 40 3D printers for polymers. But we generally use those for design validation and prototyping applications. Mm -hmm. We're also interested in high performance and high temperature polymers in terms of doing research.
0: Mm -hmm. So a lot of additive manufacturing capability there. And I know the, the AMRC's vision is really about shaping the future of manufacturing. How much of that do you think will be additive manufacturing based?
1: Yeah, at the AMRC, we're, saying we're shaping the future of manufacturing because we aim to turn the latest world-leading research into practical improvements mm-hmm. uh, so that our industrial partners can benefit to create lasting impact. And we have now more than 500 distinguished researchers and engineers working on the advancement of manufacturing technologies. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we cover different areas like machining, casting, and additive manufacturing. Some years ago, we were saying the future of manufacturing is additive manufacturing, but actually the future has come. So additive manufacturing has become one of the well-explored routes for manufacturing functionals and very complicated geometries. Mm. And this is very interesting because normally... Um, additive manufacturing is uh, is considered to replace conventional manufacturing, but we don't agree with that idea because if it's cheaper and more uh, convenient to produce parts with conventional manufacturing, uh, there is no need for additive manufacturing. But there mm-hmm. should be some value added by additive manufacturing, or there should be some complicated geometries which are otherwise impossible to make. Mm-hmm. So uh, additive manufacturing can provide many advantages to demanding industries like weight reduction, lower buy-to-fly ratios, design freedom, and others, and that's why it has become a a complementary process route for uh, conventional manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And it has also unlocked a new design philosophy, which is very critical. So, as I said, without additive manufacturing, there are some geometries that are impossible to make. Mm -hmm. So, Shaping the future of manufacturing without additive manufacturing is not possible. We see it that way, and we plan to grow our team as well as our capabilities significantly to address the challenges in this area.
0: I think that's so important, as you just said, to really look at not just using additive manufacturing for the sake of it, you know, because it is the, you know, it's seen yes. as the future of, of manufacturing, but to use it because there is real value there. And as you say, looking to address some of those challenges for for wider adoption of, of AM. I'm just wondering what your view is on the current state of additive manufacturing adoption, specifically in the UK.
1: Sure. Uh, the manufacturing sector is very important uh, com- is a very important contributor to the economy in the UK Mm -hmm. and globally, uh, UK stays as a key global manufacturing player and it ranks in the top 10. So this is actually uh, predominantly within high-value manufacturing sectors like medical devices and aerospace. Mm -hmm. And in terms of additive manufacturing, we see a huge interest from companies in the UK to explore the capabilities and also to adopt these technologies. Uh, for their product portfolios mm-hmm. regarding the company size. So there is already a great level of AM adoption, but I would say the focus is more on the exploration of what's feasible, more aiming at like low-hanging fruits, I can say. But mm-hmm. still, some companies are more dedicated to adopting AM for their future products, and they put a significant amount of investment and also effort into testing and validating AM processes and AM components. So uh, the qualification the validation of am process and components uh, are one of the significant areas that we do research
0: mm-hmm. i want to go back to something that you mentioned a little bit earlier now talking about um supply chain and particularly in the uk i know as we deal with economic pressures and global challenges around issues like supply chain i wonder how how do you think that additive manufacturing can help the uk remain competitive there
1: yeah Yeah, AM actually offers different advantages in terms of supply chain flexibility as well as resilience. So, first of all, AM can satisfy low volume demand, which is very critical. And that can be done while on spot manufacturing. So, we can just manufacture the parts where it's needed or near where it's needed. So, a dealer can print a customized part on the spot rather than waiting for it from a central warehouse Mm -hmm. or to be fabricated by some remote supplier. So this is very critical in terms of uh, supply chain flexibility. Moreover, additive manufacturing is known to reduce material inputs uh, for leaner manufacturing and improve process flexibility by reacting faster to the demand. So in a few days, in a few weeks time, we can uh, produce parts which may take normally like uh, months and months uh, with like conventional manufacturing where you would need to make some dyes or molds. Mm-hmm. So the labor can be also decreased. Uh, in the manufacturing process, because we may need fewer parts, or we may need less joining processes, less mm. number of sub-assemblies. So it means we will need fewer resources to be allocated. This is also uh, uh, inf- this also influences the supply chain, and additionally, it gives companies flexibility to easily switch production designs or to customize their products. So mm-hmm. this is quite critical to satisfy the customer requirements if you need like, to do it on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. As a result, additive manufacturing has a huge potential to redesign the supply chain networks into mm-hmm. centralised and distributed production networks. So it has a huge impact on the critical or on the supply chain uh, flexibility and resilience.
0: I know another area that the AMRC really um, is enthusiastic about is facilitating collaboration. Could you talk a little bit about how important you think collaboration is when we're working with newer technologies like additive manufacturing? And I guess it is really important in conversations like the ones you just mentioned where we're trying to bring these new technologies into more traditional things like like supply chains?
1: Definitely. Actually, collaboration is at the heart of all projects we're carrying out at AMRC. So it's not only for additive manufacturing, Hmm. but it becomes more important even with newer technologies. So the AMRC's membership scheme is also designed to encourage collaborative research to tackle the challenges that the industry faces. And we work together with industry, with the universities and other catapult centres to develop the solutions to the challenges that companies encounter. And additive manufacturing is a very new area compared to other uh, manufacturing technologies. That's why collaboration becomes even more more important because Mm -hmm. the resources are limited, whereas the limitations and the challenges that we need to uh, address are endless. So this encourages actually and opens up new uh, opportunities, more opportunities for uh, CRND projects. For example, everyone trying to adopt AM technologies, they encounter similar technical problems like, uh, qualification, increasing productivity, reliability, along with other problems related to the business models or like design mindset change, for example. So the challenges generally require a multidisciplinary approach, and the impact of the research can be maximized if we can do it in, uh, as a joint uh, project, for example. So yes, collaboration is very important, and I think it's even more important for newer technologies like additive manufacturing.
0: And I'd be really interested to hear about any examples I know the AMRC works with numerous industries across the UK can you share any recent stories or particularly exciting examples of of where this has been put into practice?
1: Oh yeah we have actually a massive collection of exciting examples but to be compliant with confidentiality I would like to give an example from one of our recent catapult projects so Mm -hmm. um it's actually about using a wire arc additive manufacturing for uh, hydrogen storage applications. Mm. Uh, hydrogen is considered to be the fuel of the future due to its advantages, but still the storage of this fuel uh, is problematic because you need to uh, store it either in a pressurized gas form or a liquid state. And both of them require um, like different uh, specifications like um, for example, the cryogenic properties for the liquid state should be good enough so that you can store hydrogen in an additively manufactured part. So, Mm. therefore, uh, in this recent project, we have investigated the feasibility of using wire arc additive manufacturing for making liquid hydrogen storage tanks from aluminum alloys. Uh, The wire arc additive manufacturing, we have chosen that method because it provides the advantages of large scale manufacturing, as well as being able to make complicated geometries that may be necessary for compact areas to store hydrogen. So we have addressed the problem from various perspectives. Uh, like geometrical complexity and the position parameter optimization, but still there is much to do in terms of testing the permeability and cryogenic mechanical properties of AM materials so that we can prove the performance against the conventionally processed ones. So that's an interesting application area of additive manufacturing, for example, for future propulsion.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting application. There, I love hearing about things where additive manufacturing is doing things that other technologies might not be able to uh, right now. And the UK, of course, is, is really renowned for being at the forefront of, of these types of innovations. It's known for its additive manufacturing research and being a really early adopter of the technology. What's exciting you most today about developments happening here in the UK?
1: Yeah, it's correct that the academic institutions in the UK consistently produce many high-impact research publications in this area, and UK is therefore very well placed on the international scene in terms of AM publications and the impact they create. So yes, it's very well um, placed on the international scene. So um, there are different, actually, research directions in each AM technology group, ranging from design, material development, process optimization, use of artificial intelligence, machine learning like process monitoring and control, qualification and post-processing. So in terms of publications, there are many different research directions. And I think the first time right manufacturing approach is very critical for AM Mm -hmm. adoption to increase the AM adoption. So I find the most exciting developments in this area, especially in the area of online process monitoring and control and uh, worldwide Several groups work on this area, and uh, this also includes researchers from the University of Sheffield and Nottingham. And I also believe this area is very exciting and it's paving the way towards like digital validation of critical AM parts. So that's very exciting uh, to me, actually, in terms of the new developments in this area.
0: Mm. When you and I first started talking, you'd recently hosted your introduction to additive manufacturing, and I'm interested to know what kind of questions do businesses have when it comes to additive manufacturing? Are people generally more tuned into the technology these days? What what kind of things are, are these newcomers asking in these introductory conversations?
1: Sure, yeah. In reality, actually, this uh, this the answer to this question heavily depends on whom you're talking to, because... Mm. It depends on uh, if it's like someone which is very much interested in additive manufacturing and trying to promote additive manufacturing in the company, then the questions may be different in terms of how difficult it's to adopt AM technologies or how feasible it's to adopt AM technologies. It's quite interesting to see how additive manufacturing leaks into companies, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, these people. Generally, there's like one person whom I call the AM hero or the champion. Mm -hmm. And they try to adopt AM technologies because they notice the advantages. Uh, And this person tries to convince other people from other departments, like from design to executives, to make sure that additive manufacturing can be something uh, beneficial to the company. So if you talk to these companies, these people they're very excited about editing manufacturing and they ask very interesting and specific questions regarding the AM applicability to their specific products or the limitations of the processes, as well as how to maximize the benefit without like changing the design, because it's more acceptable if you don't change the design Uh, of the parts that you would like to make in additive manufacturing. But on Mm -hmm. the other hand, of course, if you can change the design, you can maximize the potential that you will get from additive manufacturing. But if you're talking to SMEs, like smaller companies, looking for solutions to increase their productivity or to validate their designs or to reduce their lead times, they are equally uh, actually fascinated by the advantages AM provides when they're aware of them. And they generally ask questions more on the economical feasibility of the AM process in comparison to the conventional processes. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned earlier about this idea of um, additive manufacturing being seen as a replacement for conventional manufacturing processes. I'm wondering, are they the kinds of misconceptions that, that you're talking to people about? And are there any other kind of misconceptions that that you think need to be pointed out with an additive manufacturing?
1: Yeah, actually there are many <laughs> common misconceptions but I will <laughs> like try to focus on two. So first of all, as I said previously, some people think additive manufacturing can directly replace conventional manufacturing, but that may be possible in the far future, maybe yes, but we have to decrease the investment and operational costs while increasing the productivity significantly in order to uh, make sure that it happens. But until then, if there is nothing that AM would add in terms of value, like higher complexity, less number of parts, less waste material, or shorter lead times, the conventional way will be cheaper most of the time depending on the material. And secondly, another misconception that I see very commonly made is like that additive manufacturing is inherently sustainable. Mm. So sustainability is one of the very hot topics nowadays. And if it's additive manufacturing, it's automatically accepted that it's more sustainable. But actually, uh, it may not be the case. It's true that additive manufacturing doesn't need any dyes or molds and comes with shorter lead times and less material waste. But on the other hand, the up and downstream processes, like the processes to make the powder or the post-processing to increase the surface quality, these are generally neglected when the life cycle analysis comparisons are done. So additive manufacturing may be very sustainable when we use titanium alloys, but it may not give the same advantage when we process aluminum alloys. So it's a very complicated topic to come to a one general conclusion on. So it may depend on the application, it may depend on the materials you choose and the processes as well. So Mm -hmm. it's also a misconception to say that uh, automatically AM is inherently sustainable.
0: I think that's, that's so important to point out I know that on paper it can seem like it might be more sustainable for the reasons that you just mentioned but it's so much more uh, multi-layered than that and um, I think it really does need uh, digging into it. and I'm glad to see that we are seeing more life cycle analysis now being carried out in more detail to, to address some of those things that you've just mentioned.
1: Sure yeah.
0: So as someone who is at the center of, of additive manufacturing in the UK, I wondered, what is the number one item on your future additive manufacturing wish list?
1: Hmm. Actually, that's the most difficult question, I would say. Okay. <laughs> because I'm interested in many different technologies regarding AM, like AM of electronics, like mm-hmm. for sensor printing from biomedical applications, or for increased productivity, the area-based laser powder batch fusion is quite interesting. Uh, So, uh, but having said that personally, I have a background of laser powder bed fusion. So I would love to have a very large laser powder bed fusion platform with multiple lasers running simultaneously to be able Mm -hmm. to make very large parts or multiple parts at once. But from a business perspective, I would say it's very critical to make wise decisions in terms of investment in additive manufacturing because it's a very dynamic market and There are lots of new technologies emerging every day, and also some other technologies are becoming obsolete. So it's very critical to take right decisions in terms of investment. And with this in mind, the number one item on my AM wish list would be something that we don't currently have as a capability and the industry has a clear push for. So Mm. I would say, um, I think I would like to have like a fully equipped facility for post-processing of AM components. Mm. Generally, the post-processing is uh, undermined, the effect of the post-processing is undermined, but it can, the cost of post-processing of an AM part can go up to the 30-40% of the total. So I think it's a very critical area to explore further, so it will be my number one uh, item in my AM wish list.